In today's rapidly evolving business landscape, the role of key account management has become increasingly vital for organizations to drive growth and maintain strong customer relations. As we enter the digital age, the way companies manage their key accounts is undergoing a significant transformation. So what are some of these emerging trends, technologies and strategies that are shaping the future of digital key account management? How can organizations leverage digital tools, uh, analytics, automation to enhance customer engagement, personalize experience and unlock new opportunities for revenue generation? So we need an expert to share those insights with us. And that expert with us today is Peter Hanford. Uh, he's the Group Director of Revenue and Growth at Ebiquity. So let's dive in to understand what insights he's got to share with us. Uh, so Peter, thanks a lot for giving us your time and uh, having this conversation with us today. My pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so, Peter, how do organizations create a digital-first mindset uh, when it comes to sales? So, you know, the way we approach this is very much um, to create a digital-first mindset. Actually, for us, it starts with data. Um, and we're, we're kind of putting data at the heart of everything we do. Uh, and that, therefore, means that uh, everything we do has to become digital. Um, so the, the data is what drives it initially. So that starts with, you know, the target universe, um, you know, who, who is our target market and um, being um, super focused on um, the specifics around that and having data driven intelligence on our target market that we want to drive uh, revenue and growth from. Um, and we'll use various different data points that are all driven from digital platforms. Um, some of those are in-house, some of those are third party, um, yeah. but that allows us to really be very um, super clear on who our target market is, where the opportunity is by market. And what we then do is we mix data sets to identify and prioritize where the growth is going to come from. Um, again, that's using uh, uh, either in-house tools or, you know, our CRM uh, becomes uh, pretty critical um, in that. And and I'll talk a bit more about that in a minute, but that's a journey we go on as well from a, a CRM point of view. We we then, like, so, and it's, it's, for us, it's more about the data first and the tools second. Because so things like client segmentation have been critical um, to identify and prioritize uh, growth opportunity and, uh, you know, prioritization of resource um, uh, and how yeah. uh, what, we get, what we dedicate into that. And that's all based off of data. And what we do is we merge data sets to help inform that. Um, and we then create digital first enablers. Um, so, for example, one of the things we created is a platform-driven uh, client segmentation uh, tool that we built in-house that merges various data sets and standardizes our client segments for every market that we operate in and allows our sales teams in those markets to um, segment their clients in a click of a button, literally takes uh, a couple of minutes and they, they can segment their entire client base. Um, and that brings this, you know, digital first yeah. approach to then uh, have almost a rules based approach as to what actions they should then take based off of that data. So that digital first mindset for us all starts with data that then feeds into tools. Um, and that's a bit of a journey for us as a business. But, you know, um, 
things like CRM, um, LinkedIn plays uh, an increasing role in our world. And, you know, key account management um, is becoming quite critical as well. So, Peter, you spoke a lot about how it should be data first uh, and then uh, considering the tool. Uh, so my question is, how can organizations enable their teams with data-driven planning? Yeah, um, so I, I talked quite a bit about that. Yeah, for us, the, the data is at the heart of everything we're trying to do. Um, and that's about driving, you know, scalable, repeatable, uh, accelerated growth Um that's why we put data at the heart of everything we do. And I think that's pretty critical in data-driven planning that, you know, you're using that data to really fine-tune um, how you're going to accelerate growth. Um, you know, for us, about you know, when I think about enablement, it's about making it easy for our sales teams. You know, if you're in sales, you want to sell. Um, you don't want to spend ages, you know, um, trying to manipulate data in your plans, um, you just want insight at your fingertips. So that's about making it easy. And so our, our approach, the approach I've always kind of taken is build the tools and use technology and automation to do that um, you know, data-driven planning for your sales team. So they literally, and I, I just talked about client segmentation, yeah. you know, we click a few buttons and the segmentation's done for you. Um, and that's because we've built... Uh, we've merged various data sets. We use a um, robotic process automation to uh, map, normalize, um, you know, extracting data, um, uh, loading it in and putting it into a system that allows us to spit out an answer for our sales team without them having to touch any of the data themselves. Um, uh, we built in layers that allows the salesperson to input um, almost... Um, that intelligence that sits in here that can't sit in a data set, but that human intelligence, the pulse of the market, um, being able to uh, bring that in. So you're also, um, it, it, it enables the team um, whereby they feel they've co-created the answer that, 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 that spits out. So it's not just reliant on a static data set, you're allowing the sales force to input into that so that they feel they've contributed and it has their intelligence built into it. And I think that co-creation or feeling of co-creation is quite important to drive the motivation and the, um, uh, uh, um, you know, um, the belief in the accuracy of the output in those plans. So, um, you know, as long as a, a sales team can input into it in that way, um, then the adoption of the, of the plan becomes much higher because they feel like they've inputted into it and it's relevant. So, yeah, for us, you know, enabling teams with data-driven planning is all about making it easy for them, using automation where you can, um, using technology to do that heavy lifting so that actually your sellers can focus on, on what they're good at, which is selling. Uh, and, um, you know, it, they, they, they therefore can start to pick up this sort of digital-first mindset. So that was very interesting, Peter. You spoke about change management. So according to you, what is the role of a sales leader uh, in the adoption of new processes and technology uh, within an organization, right? So which can foster change management? Yeah, so for me, you know, driving effective change management, I think we can get very bogged down with tools, features, functionality, and we need to come always bring it back to the benefit 
to the user, to the sales force, right? And this is, um, you know, in our organization, this is definitely a journey and, and quite an interesting one of coming from a place where even tools like CRM were seen as admin, you know, it's just admin that I've got to do. And the effective change management comes with leadership having a vision. Like this is the North Star, this is the vision, and but that is critically linked not to the benefit overall of the business. Yes, it has to drive benefit for the business, but focus it on the benefit for the user, the salesperson. And critically having that vision always coming back to the user and how it benefits them. And so rather than you know that technology or that process being admin, it becomes an enabler that allows me to sell in a more efficient way, in a more effective way. I can close faster. I can prospect easier, whatever it might be, whatever aspect of, of selling you're doing, you can do that in an easier, more efficient, more effective and more scaled way than you could in the past. And so but for me, that's the critical heart of, of the change management piece is always bringing it back and almost like selling that vision into the individual so that they're bought yeah. in. So for me, that's the first critical point. And then also as well, something that we're, um, we've had quite good success with in change management is like co-creation. Make your sales team a part of that vision and a part of yeah the design of whatever the process or technology is that you're putting in place and by making them a part of it they um, go on the journey to see how it's going to benefit them and how it's going to benefit their peers Um, and then you can start to use your sales team actually as a as a way of helping to drive change management because you get people to evangelize your end users to evangelize that new process or that new technology Um, so that co-creation piece uh, therefore becomes quite critical. So from a leader perspective, you know, something that I've done is identify who are the critical people in the sales team that can help co-create, that are going to come up with ideas and solutions uh, that are then also going to help evangelize that and are going to really take that in a positive, proactive um, manner with energy to their peers to help drive the change. And then the final point is having your eyes open to risk. Um, What are the challenges we might face? What is the impact of those things? How do we mitigate those in advance? And just doing some risk planning around that change management um, before you try and roll something out um, so that we can take a step-by-step approach. Because adoption will fail if you launch something big bang and, you know, something critical goes wrong, that's it, you've killed it. Um, uh, so trying to identify and mitigate those risks up front as early as possible um, is is the final piece for me in terms of effective change management. So Peter, in 2023, we're living in an ultra-dynamic world, right? So where uh, with the recession and a lot of uncertainty, uh, you cannot be planning for things for far too long. So sales and account plan strategies can't be static, uh, but need to be more agile and dynamic. Uh, So what does this mean for you and your team in terms of planning a modular and scalable system that's adaptable to the needs of the market? Yeah, so this is a really interesting area that we're going through at the moment and, um, you know, working with Demand Farm um, to help enable this. You know, we're coming from a place where key account planning has 
not been done uh, in the most strategic, standardized way across the business. And it's been done, you know, in PowerPoint files and Excel files and, you know, a, a little bit of a, um, you know, one and done. So somebody asked you to do an account plan at the beginning of the year to achieve the budget. So that's what you did. You did it once, you presented it, you stuck it in a folder and nobody ever looked at it ever again. And that just doesn't work. You know, you don't drive growth um, with that approach. As, as To your point, right, it's a dynamic world. Um, things are constantly changing. And that's what we see with our, with our clients, right? It's a, it's a constant evolution um, and dynamic that we've got to be on top of. So, um, you know, the, the heart for, uh, sorry, the, 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 at the heart of accelerating our growth is actually having a, an account planning process which allows it to be dynamic through the year. So rather than us doing an account plan and never looking at it again, it needs to become a living and breathing thing. Um, so working with Demand Farm, we're able to build that into our CRM to have a, a you know a live and dynamic account plan also takes into account uh, everything that's going on on that client's business so how they're interacting with their marketing activity what events they're coming to what white papers they're downloading um, uh, you know how they uh, have reacted to you know certain sales conversations and really bringing those key account plans to life based on data and as, as I said at the top of our conversation, that's where we start. Um, data is critical to everything that we do. And actually, our sales team have um, always used the insight, but not in a structured, standardized way that, you know, digital first mindset can really enable. We can have all of that data. We can use technology uh, that, so that the information is at our fingertips and we can use that to make decisions that are agile and dynamic um, that help solve you know, business problems for our clients and ultimately drives growth for us. So, yeah, maybe that's a slightly long-winded way of, of saying that it's, for us in this world, it's critical to move away from something static like a PowerPoint or an Excel template uh, and move that into, um, uh, yeah, technology-driven um, that everybody can see, everybody can access. It's integrating the data and then for us, the process is really important. We do QBRs now, collective QBRs to see, okay, well, that was the plan. How have we um, progressed this quarter? Uh, and we do this as a collective team. So what's the progress this quarter? What were the issues? How do we overcome those issues? What were the wins? What are the issues we see ahead? And we co-create solutions to problems. Um, and that helps us unlock strategies and opportunities um, all coming back to driving growth for us as a business. And that's so much easier with a platform and the data rather than, you know, a static document. Again, it becomes an enabler that makes the salesperson's life easy because the data is fed in uh, and the work is done for them. So that's so true. So it, it should be viewed as something which is an enabler and not so much of, uh, you know, an admin work or a roadblock. Uh, for the sales person, right? So, Peter, right now we see that there are a lot of organizations uh, who are still on the fence when it comes to making the shift towards digital account management, uh, right? So from your experience, uh, what are some learnings, insights that you would like to share with them which can help them to make this shift? 
I said it before, but it's critical, right? In in digital transformation, data is pretty key. And so that is having data that is organized, structured, clean, you know, um, with any any digital platform, whether it's for key account management or anything else, um, you know, if you put garbage in, you get garbage out. So having a clean and accurate data is critical. We're actually using digital account planning as a way to force clean data um, because um, your account planning system essentially doesn't work without the clean data. And so we put it on the end user um, that it's their role to maintain their data and keep it clean. Um, And if they don't, their account planning process doesn't work and it falls down and, you know, it's on them to solve it. So we kind of, it's a bit chicken and egg in that sense, but um, for me, that's quite critical is having clean, clean data. And then, as I said earlier, that kind of vision of what it is you're trying to achieve and what actually our approach was to build our key account planning process first. We built the process for our business based on the cadence of our clients, of us, our budget cycles, our clients' finance cycles. So we, you know, looking at our sales processes and and you know, we we then mirrored the key account planning process to our business first. And we became very clear on therefore what are the inputs for um any digital driven account planning. Um, and then we looked for, you know, what are the tools and technologies that, that are out there that can help us based on our process and what we need to achieve for our business. And that was quite critical, I think, because again, unless it's following the heartbeat of your way of working, your adoption's never going to land. So yeah, that was a quite important piece to make it succeed for us. I think my final thought, it's not so much about digital transformation, but success of account planning as a whole and key account planning and i see it a lot in businesses whereby um you know the account plan says i need to achieve x revenue or i want to sell this thing or you know it's focused on the internal goal of the organization and actually really successful key account planning and key account management is when the goal is the client's goal and it's identifying what the client problem is uh, and therefore um, your goal is how you're going to solve that client problem. Uh, certainly, and I'm, I'm talking from a B2B sales perspective here, but how you're going to solve that client problem and putting the client problem in your account plan. That's your objective is to solve their problem. It's not about our revenue. It's about their problem. And then you bring that back down to what are the solutions we have to solve that problem for them. So you flip the account plan to be focused on the client uh, that's buying the services and not the business itself. And I've seen um, there's, I mean, I won't name the names, some very large digital organizations that have been hugely successful by taking that approach. And you almost create these joint business plans where you sit down with your client, you understand what their pain points are and their problems, and you agree the account plan together. Uh, And you have your client signing it off. And then it's actually just about progressing that in a dynamic way. And that's where the digital platforms can really help to enable that along the way. 
so thank you peter those were some very interesting insights uh, right so where you said make people part of the entire uh, process itself so the data adoption is better uh, how it should be data first that we need to look into and uh, it's about uh, not creating the big bang impact but looking at more modular rollouts in order to see it uh, get really successful uh, so thanks once again for your time i really loved our conversation Pleasure. Thanks for having me, Karthik. And uh, yeah, wish you all the best.